Welcome, Shir number 90. Okay, getting back to our Hilchas Brachas. Okay, th- back to the Kitzer. The Kitzer, Shulchan Aruch continues, we're in Simen Nun, Sif Hey. And once again, we're trying to go through various different klalim, uh, mixing it up a little bit, Mishabura, Kitzer, Oitzer Allahs, and others. We're trying to, you know, go try and cover as many shilas, as many questions in Hilchas Brachas as we could, and thereby understanding, obviously, obviously we realize 100 brachas a day, one has to try and make, one is supposed to make 100 brachas a day, and <laughs> goes without saying, we have to know those halachas very, very well. Now, continues the Kitzer further, Tzorich L'Shaloy Yafsi, one must not pause for a period of time greater than Kadei Dibra, which we're gonna, we have to see what that is, between the bracha and the eating. In other words, one makes a bracha, the amount of time, in other words, one, once one makes a bracha, what's the amount of time the person now has to eat? Can't make a bracha, put it down, and, you know, uh, think about uh, some other other items, and uh, 30 seconds later, come back and eat. That's not the way it works. It has to be eaten right away. But what's the amount of time between the bracha and between the eating that whereby one would not have to make another bracha? So, says the Kitzer, the amount of time that the utterance approximately, it's between roughly one to two seconds. Um, we're going to see, uh, as we go down the road, it's basically what we say, Shalom Aleichem Rebbe. Some want to say, Shalom Aleichem Rebbe Umayri, but Shalom Aleichem Rebbe, um, that is basically the amount of time. Now, it doesn't mean right away that one must make another bracha, but L'Chathchil, for sure, that is the amount of time whereby one should eat, the, one has to eat the food. Now, Again, one makes the bracha, they have the amount of time um, that it takes to say Shalom Aleichem Rebbe, someone to say Shalom Aleichem Rebbe Umayri, he brings down the amount of time, he brings it down that in seconds will be between one and two seconds, and that's the amount of time one has to eat the food. Fine. So we go further and say Vafil B'Shas Isa. Even, um, even the beginning of eating, e- even the chewing part. In other words, you put it in the mouth, it, it's hard to swallow it right away, but Vafil B'Shas Lisa, while the time that pers- a person is eating. In other words, they make a bracha. Let's say they're eating a piece of chicken. They make a shahakal nihiyya bitvare. They take the chicken in the mouth and they start eating. Uh, obviously, between uh, in the amount of time that it takes for one to say shalom aleichem rebbe and between one to two seconds. And that amount, when they're chewing the first bite, while they're chewing the first bite, vafil b'shas lisa, also lahafsik achayivla. One is not supposed to talk out until they swallow that first bite. So he explains why does the kitzer that the ha'al halaisa bracha and chewing itself in general we don't require a bracha. We're going to see how that works, but just to chew something. Not always do we require bracha. Obviously, sometimes, yeah. Somebody takes a piece of chewing gum. Obviously, with taste, you have to make a bracha. But we're going to see how that works. But it's going when a person makes a regular bracha on food, they chew it and they swallow it. And the first swap, before they swallow the first bite, one has to be careful not to interrupt. Um, and now, he brings down on the bottom from the Mishabura that even a small amount is fine to swallow a small amount. You don't have to go swallow the entire piece. At least to swallow some of that first bite. Um, he continues on on the bottom and he explains that there should be no interruption between the recitation of the bracha, between the saying of the bracha and the act that requires the blessing, the, the bracha itself, which is the actual swallowing. Since chewing does um, does not require a blessing, the blessing, the, the, the bracha does not take effect until he actually the person actually swallows some of the food. Again, we want to keep in mind the chewing, we'll have to see how that works in halacha, but in general, the bracha that the person makes goes on the swallowing. So therefore, one has to make sure to swallow it um, 
before they uh, before they talk out. Now, as far as the Shalom Aleichem Rebbe, that's as far as the eating. We don't expect a person to go swallow the whole thing, you know, gulp it down in that amount of time. It's a very short amount of time, that one to two seconds, but at least they have it in the mouth, um, but not to talk out till they start to swallow the food. Now, he, go, he brings down, does the, on, uh, does the kitzvah on the bottom, the shame the Mishabura, that if one did speak after chewing while but before swallowing, they started chewing and before they swallowed they did speak out. What should one do? Oh, it's taka. We're going to be in doubt. It's taka machloikis. It's a problem. We're not sure um, as to whether one must recite another bracha or not. But the Mishabura does bring down a chaye adam. He brings on the bottom. He brings down a chaye adam um, that if before speaking the person swallowed a taste, at least a taste, not, maybe not the food itself, but at least a taste of some of the food while chewing, then he should definitely not make another bracha. Okay, we're going to stop over here, but we see the importance, the importance a person makes a bracha. They should start eating right away and not to talk out before they start to swallow. Thank you for listening. Aslach and Baracha Kultov.